Masechus Parah Perak Hamish Nevov until Perak Hamish Nates. The Mishnahs continue to talk about which utensils are fit to be used to hold the Mechatos, and we learned in the previous Mishnah that the Torah requires a Kli, which literally is translated to be a utensil, and although with regards to the laws of Tumor, impurity, there are certain additional conditions in order for an item to be considered a halachic kli. For example, only certain materials are considered to be a kli. Nevertheless, with regards to the laws of the rest of the Torah, there are less limitations, and most utensils that can hold things would be considered a halachic kli. However, if it's, for example, broken, then it would not be considered a kli. This Mishnah begins to talk about Beitzas HaYotzrin, a egg used by potters. This refers to a ball of clay that has been shaped like an egg, and before the people who were making the pottery would form it into a particular shape, they would first make it into a ball, and at the top of this egg-shaped ball, there would be an indentation which had the ability to hold things, and because of that, Kashira, according to the first opinion of the Mishnah, it would be fit to be used for the Pradoma procedure, since it can hold things, so it's considered to be a kli. However, it be Yaisi Paisel. Rabbi Yossi says that it is invalid for the Paraduma procedure since it is not a completed utensil. It's true that it has the ability to hold things, but the owner is certainly intending on continue to form it into a different shape and to harden it in a kiln so that it turns into proper hard earthenware. And so the fact that it is incompleted means that even with regards to the rest of the laws of the Torah, this is not considered to be a kli, and therefore it cannot be used for the Paraduma procedure. Next example of the Mishnah, Beitzas Tarnagoyles, a eggshell of a hen. Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda Machshirin, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda say that it is fit to be used for the Paraduma procedure, since it has the ability to hold things, and is unlikely to continue to make it into something else. It's completed, it's not really considered to be broken, and it's able to hold things in the way that it is right now. So it does have the status of a kli. However, the Chachom Paislin, the Chachom say that it is invalid for use in the Paradigma procedure. The reason being that this is very rarely used as a container. It's fragile, and because of that, it does not have the status of a kli. Mishnah Zayin. In the laws of impurity, one of the types of items that are not considered to be a kli is something that is attached to the ground. And this mission is going to show that at least in certain scenarios, this is actually a requirement, not just in the world of impurity, but throughout the entire Torah, that something that is a part of the ground does not have its own identity as a kli. For example, Hashoikes Shabasela, a animal trough which has been carved into a rock. A rock that is attached to the ground has been hollowed out in order for it to be filled with water that flows into it from its side via a hole, and the animals would drink from this large trough that contained that water. Since it is attached to the ground, it is not considered to be to be a kli, and because of that, in a malinbar, it cannot be used for filling up the water for the paradumo procedure. The imkachinbar, the process of kiddush, which is when the ashes of the paradumo are added to the water, that also cannot be done with this kli, with this uh, trough. And thirdly, in mazimimena, the water of the paradumo ashes cannot be sprinkled on someone or something in order to purify them, because that also needs to be done from a kli.
The Mishnah now adds two other laws that are not related to Parah Aduma, where the fact that this is not considered to be a Kli also has a ramification. The first is with regards to the laws of impurity. The law is that if a dead body is found in a particular room underneath a particular roof, then any other item that is underneath that same roof becomes Tome. However, there are certain ways for items to be protected from that impurity. One example is if there is a item that does not have the ability to become tome either at all or from its outside. For example, earthenware. Earthenware cannot become tome from its outside, but only from its inside. And because of that, if earthenware is fully sealed shut, such that none of its inside is exposed, then it won't become tome even if it's underneath the same roof as a dead body. And by extension, any other item that is inside of that utensil that's fully fastened shut will not become tome. This is known as the concept of tsomid posil, something that is fastened shut fully. It's sealed, not just closed, but it's sealed and fastened shut. Now, there is an additional form of protection, which is if there is something that does not have the status of a kli at all. For example, it's attached to the ground, like the case that our Mishnah is talking about. Then there is no need for it to be sealed shut in order for the items that are inside of it to be protected from the impurity, but rather it's sufficient that it just be closed. If there is a lid on top of it, even if it's not sealed shut, it would still protect the items inside of it from becoming impure. And that's what the Mishnah means, that this trough that is attached to the ground, the Enot it does not need to be sealed shut fully in order for the items that are inside of it to be protected from becoming impure from the dead body. The next ramification that the Mishnah discusses is with regards to the laws of a mikvah. A mikvah is a collection of natural rainwater, which is used to purify people and items that have become impure. And the minimum amount of water that a mikvah needs is 40 sa'ah. And the first 40 sa'ah that are added to a mikvah, which is the amount that makes the mikvah valid, that water needs to be allowed to flow into the mikvah, as opposed to using a utensil to collect water, to collect rainwater, and then to pour that water into the mikvah. Such water that has been gathered by a kli, by a utensil, and then poured into the mikvah, is called maim sha'uvim, drawn water, and that water can invalidate the mikvah. But the Mishnah says that since this trough, which is used by the animals, it's attached to the ground, and so it does not have the status of a kli, if water went from there into the mikvah, it would not be considered maim sha'uvim, water that has been drawn by a kli, and therefore the enobselis is a mikvah, such water that comes from there would not invalidate the mikvah. Continues the Mishnah, what happens if Hoysa Kli, this trough, did have the status of a Kli? Because it wasn't attached to the ground. It could be there was a rock that was detached from the ground, and it was hollowed out to be made into a trough, and then the Chibra Basid, somebody attached it to the ground using lime, and now it is considered to be part of the ground. Since it already beforehand had the status of a Kli, the mere attaching of it to the ground does not take away the status of a kli. If it was always attached to the ground, so then it never had its own identity, and it's not considered to be a kli. But if it was once a kli, then attaching it to the ground does not remove that status of a kli from it. And therefore, it can be used to fill up spring water using it, and it can be used for the kiddush. 
the mixing of the ashes with the water, and it can be used for the sprinkling of the mechatos onto a person to purify them. Likewise, in order for items that are inside of it to be protected from the impurity of a dead body, which is underneath the same roof as it, it would need to be fastened and sealed shut. And the other ramification is that water that flows through there into the mikveh would invalidate the mikveh because it is considered to be drawn water that has been drawn by a kli. What happens if this item that's considered to be a kli, and the truth is that this, the next law applies really to anything that is considered to be a kli, nikvam el maton, it develops a hole at its bottom. Ufkokobismartot, and the person stopped up the hole using a sort of piece of cloth. This is not sufficient to repair the kli, so it's still considered to be a broken kli, even though it does help somewhat to prevent a leakage people would generally not continue to use this item and it is still considered to be broken and because of that, it does not have the status of a kli. Water that is inside of it would be invalid. It cannot be used for the paradigma procedure because the water is not going to be surrounded by a kli because part of it has a hole that has not been repaired. What happens if the hole is on the side of this utensil? And he stopped it up with a small piece of material. That point is not so relevant. The Mishnah is just continuing to talk about the same case as the first case of the Mishnah. Although this is still considered to be a broken kli, as long as the hole is relatively high up, such that there can be enough water in that utensil below the hole, so then the hole becomes irrelevant, because the utensil is still able to hold enough water to be used for paraduma, and therefore, the water that is inside of it would be valid for paraduma, because that part is surrounded by the kli fully. What happens if Osula Atora shall tit, if they made literally a crown of clay, which means that they covered the rim of this utensil with clay at the top, and the water reaches that point. Since the clay is not so tightly and firmly attached to the rest of the utensil, it is not considered to be secondary, it's not considered to be part of the clay, which means that the part of the water that has reached that height is pasulim, Invalid because it's not considered to be inside of the kli. However, in Hyobori, if the clay was literally healthy, it was very firmly and tightly attached to the rim, such that Kadeshi Notel Imar, it would be taken with the rest of the kli. Meaning if somebody carries the kli by holding on to that clay part, the rest of the kli would come with it. And it wouldn't fall off, so then it's clearly attached very firmly and tightly to the rest of the kli. And so it's all considered to be like one kli, and kasherim, the water that is there, would be valid, because it is considered to be within the kli. If there are two troughs, which is the large utensil from which the animals would drink, and it, is, was, it wasn't attached to the ground, at least originally, so it is considered to be a kli, and there are two that have been carved, inside of one rock. They've carved out two different areas right next to each other to be used as two separate troughs. If they added the ashes of the paraduma to the water that is inside of one of the sections, the water that is in the second adjacent trough would not become sanctified because although it's inside the same stone, it's considered to be a separate clay. 
And this is true even if there is a small hole in the wall that separates the two sections, such that the water is able to go from one into the other. Since it's a very small hole, they are still considered to be like two separate kalim. However, if the size of the hole that connected the two sections was at least the size of a opening of a leather flask, this was a standard size, it's roughly the size of the width of two fingers by the width of two fingers. It's a large enough hole that one can put two of his fingers into the hole and move them about. So that hole is sufficiently large enough to connect the two sections in order that they be considered like one large clee. Or if the water was floating above the wall that separated the two sections, if the wall was slightly lower than the rest of the stone, so the water could actually rise above that wall and be connected. In these two cases, even if the amount of water above that separating wall is only the thickness of a peel of garlic, even if it's only a tiny amount of water, that connects both of the sections to be considered like one, and therefore the Kiddush is Achsmehen, as soon as the ashes of the Paraduma are added to one of the sections, the water that is contained by the other section would also become sanctified, because really it's all considered to be like one. Two stones that one brought to next to each other, the Ason Shaykes, and he made them into one trough. They were essentially two stones that were not complete, and they were hollowed out, but they didn't have a fourth wall, and they were both connected to each other to make one full container that would be used as a trough. The point is, it is now a kli that has been made up of two parts. This implies to two broken parts of a kneading bowl that have been attached to each other. And likewise, a trough that split in half and somebody put together again. However, they don't fit exactly perfectly together and there is a crack in the place where they have been connected. Now, the crack has been sealed with cement and clay. However, it is not considered to be a part of the rest of the clee. You have the inside of the clee, and you have the part that is inside of this crack, which can also be filled with water, but that water is not considered to be inside of the actual clee. And therefore, Hamayim should be Nehem, the water that is in between these parts inside the crack, in Al-Mukudoshin, would not become sanctified when the ashes are added to the rest of the Kli, because it's not considered to be in the actual inside of the Kli. Asa'an besid over gypsis, if he stuck the two pieces together with lime or gypsis, which attaches them together fully and permanently, the heinecholis nantal to the extent that they can be taken around together, which means that if one holds the item only from one half, the other half won't fall off and it will come with it. So now it's viewed as being literally like one complete kli, and therefore the water that is in between them in that area of the crack would become sanctified because it's all considered to be like one kli. We no longer view it as two different parts which have been attached to each other, in which case the part in the middle might be considered separate. No, we now view it all as being like one large kli. So even the part that is in that crack is considered to be like a part of that kli.